Okay, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. Well, who am I? I am a author, a life coach, a minister, a motivational speaker, and a leader with over 20 odd years of experience leading multi-million dollar corporations. And I am here for your listening pleasure. To all my first time visitors, welcome to the show. Stick around. I promise you there's something for you here. And for all my returning listeners, I appreciate each and every one of you. I thank you for liking, for subscribing, for sharing, and for writing reviews. And for those that send me the email, thank you. I absolutely adore reading your emails. So today I'm going to be talking about knowing who you are. And why am I doing a topic about knowing who you are? I have always known who I am, even when there are moments when I struggle if who I am is who others expect me to be. And, you know, sometimes you go back and forth, you know, it's like you try to fit in, you try to please others. And it's not necessarily strangers. It's those that you love. They expect somebody different, right? Um, They expect you to be more or they expect you to be less. So sometimes you try to fit in with people's idea of who you are. But I wanted to talk about this because I see so many people struggling to define who they are. And it doesn't make it any easier because society has thrown out so much at us, right? They are telling us who we need to be. Society tries to fit us in a box. They tell you that if you're black, then you have to be this. If you're a woman, then you have to be this. If you're tall, if you're short, you know, whatever you are, society can find a way to put you there. They can find a way to put you in a box. And trust me, if you don't know who you are, there is somebody on the quick, on the ready with a diagnosis, ready to tell you who you are. You know, we see so many different images of what we should look like, what we should sound like, how we should wear our hair, our clothes, our makeup, and hey, to each their own. But it is so important that you define who you are and you find your own individuality. I know that right now there's this trend, you know, everybody's unique and everybody's individual. But ultimately, if you look at the things, people want you to be something they recognize They are scared of who you are or who you can be. So sometimes they'll say things to squash your potential because they cannot wrap their mind around the very idea of who you are meant to become. So if you're a girl, they tell you this is who you are. If you're a boy, they tell you then that's who you are. And But you know, one of the funny things I found out You know, these people that are so quick to tell you who you are, these trendsetters, these definers of people, right? They are so messed up themselves, they don't even know who they are. But yet still, they are ready to tell you who you are. And I'm going to say it, sometimes I feel for celebrities. I know they live such a hard life, right? Millions of dollars, people at their beck and call. But here's the thing with celebrities sometimes. Sometimes a lot of them are not confident. They'll portray confidence, but they're not actually confidence and they twist themselves 
up because of what other people think of them. And, you know, you look at how celebrities are treated in the media. Some of them are revered. You know, they look at them as like, oh, their skin is translucent and just everything that they do. It's like the second coming. Hello. Um, or then they will skewer them if they were something that they don't like or something like that. So celebrities, I mean, if I am lucky enough or if I should say if I have a celebrity listening to this, please do not believe the hype that the media puts out there about you. Even when they elevate you to this status, this godlike status, what they tend to do sometimes, don't fall for it because those same folks will turn around and bring you right down. There was a saying I used to say um, back in the day, you know, I talked to my mom about my sister. She used to just make these big, grandiose plans with you and then let you down. And I used to say to my mom, she would blow me up like a balloon and then poke me with a pin. So pop. So you know what happens, right? When you have a balloon that's fully inflated and you pop with a pin, it's all the air gets out of it. It's like pop. Yeah. That's how the media treats celebrities. Sometimes they build them up to this godlike status and it's like all the better to break you down with my dear. So celebrities do not believe the hype that the media puts around you because they will turn around and skewer you. So don't buy into it. Those same ones that are filling up your head today will take you down tomorrow. And, you know, as a celebrity and as a non-celebrity, you know, people always have something to say about how you live your life. One minute, you know, they say, oh, they share too much. They're all over social media. If they're in a relationship and they're sharing, um, you know, relationships like, oh, they're in a relationship. They're pushing this down, blah, blah, blah. They share too much. They share about their kids. If they share too little, then they're like, well, they act like they're better than people. They're not sharing. Maybe something is wrong. So if you don't show your kids on social media, something is wrong with your kid. But if you show your kids, you're showing them too much much because they're being exposed. If you show your relationship, you're showing off. If you don't show your relationship, then you're ashamed of it or you're hiding. You see where I'm going here? You cannot please everybody. So how about this? I try and aim to please God, myself, my husband, my kids, and my loved one. But even them, you can't please them all the time. Because, you know, like, look at this. I want to make my kids happy, right? So, you know, I have a bedtime and sometimes I'll push it a little further. But I'm pretty sure my kids would prefer if they don't have a bedtime, if they have a free-for-all, if they could just do what they want, when they want, however they want, not realizing that these boundaries and these limits that I placed on them, that I give them sometimes, is for their benefit and it helps them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to get up the next day because they'll be up all night playing Roblox and PlayStation and all of that. So you cannot please everybody and especially strangers and public opinion, but we twist ourselves up into knots trying to figure out how to please people. You cannot please people. You simply cannot, you cannot please people. I did an episode a few months back, you know, it's, you can't be everything to everyone because if you try to be everything to everyone, you end up being nothing to no one because even you will be so confused. You'll forget who you are. You know, right now it's like, you know, if you're black, you have to be an advocate. Um, you have, and, and I do believe that you have to advocate for others and stand up. But here's the deal with that. There is 
many different types of advocacy. Some work behind the scenes, some work in front of the camera. You do what works best for you. Um, you know, if you're a woman, you have to support this or you have to support this. I think that we should be good people. I think that we should be kind. I think that we should do right, good things for others. We should try to live right. Um, and you know, when you try to do those things, you'll end up helping people. You'll end up advocating for others and standing up for others. But don't let anyone push you into doing something that you're not comfortable with. If something is happening and you're silent because it's wrong, figure out a way how to make an impact impact. Yeah, maybe you're not in front of the cameras using your voice, but you should be able to stand up and advocate for others the way you see fit. So don't let anybody um, push you into a box or define who you are. So I'm going to tell you a story. A couple years ago, um, and this was a long time ago, I was with someone who asked me where my sister was. So no, this is the same sister I mentioned earlier. They liked my sister. And, you know, I was like, oh, I like your sister. She's so down to earth. She's so easy to get along with. Okay, sure. It's my sister. I like her. She's easy to get along with, right? And it's like, oh, you're so different from her. Let me tell you who you are. And I said, nope. I'm okay. I know who I am. And the person looked at me shocked because, you know, normally when somebody says to you, let me tell you who you are, you're curious, right? I absolutely was not curious. I did not care what they wanted to tell me because just based on the tone, I knew they were not going to say something um, that was complimentary. Or even if they did, it will be a compliment wrapped in an insult or an insult wrapped in a compliment. However you look at it, they were trying to find a way to, you know, boost me a little and bring me down a little. I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I was not going to sit down and allow somebody to tell me who I am so I could feel worse about myself because I know I'm a good person. And that's what I'm going to encourage you. There is this saying that says, right? What other people think about you is none of your business. Now, I don't know who said it originally, but I am telling you because folks will get you all twisted up in a knot trying to figure out how to please them and they might not know anything about you. They might hear one thing or they might see one thing and they figure out, okay, let me let them notice. No, 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 babes, it's okay. You don't have to tell me who I am and that's what I'm going to encourage you. And I know it might be easier for me to say this because I don't struggle with low self-esteem. And I know a lot of people do struggle with low self-esteem. A vast majority of the population struggle with low self-esteem. And all I can do is encourage you to know that you are worthy and you are deserving of all good things and you are deserving of love. And the first love, I believe the first love is the love of God, right? God loves every single one of us. That's what dying on Calvary's cross was about. But the next love, to live on this earth, you need self-love. I'm not talking conceited love. I'm talking love that you genuinely love who you are. Start working on it. Start with little things. I'm just going to love me, flaws and all, perfectly imperfect. Because you know what? If I don't love me, how do I expect somebody else to love me? So men, women, boys, girl, whoever is listening to this podcast, 
learn to love yourself because when you love yourself, you will be able to tell someone who you are or show someone who you are. Or you know what? As a matter of fact, it doesn't matter what they think, who or what they think you are, because there's always folks who are thinking, you know, they're going to bring you down to earth. They're going to set you right. You don't need that. So here are a couple of things that I'm going to tell you that is going to help you. So if you're struggling to know who you are, if you're struggling to define who you are, I'm telling you, don't get caught up in what other people think of you. Okay. Here are five things that I'm going to give you that's going to help you. So this is one of those episodes that you are going to need a pen and a piece of paper, or you're going to use your smart device. Here are a couple of things that are going to help you if you're struggling to define who you are. Number one, you don't have to know who you are because you are still evolving. Yeah. You are still evolving. There is nothing that says you have to know who you are and at what age. At what age should you know who you are? You have an idea, you have an inkling, but you're still evolving. Every day you're going from A to B, you're growing in all things. All parts of your body is growing and evolving. So your mind, your psyche, your emotional health, your spiritual health, all of these things are growing or evolving. So you cannot be the same person that you were. So let's say you figured out who you were at five years old. At 15, you're not the same. At 20, at 21, because experiences will shape you. Circumstances will shape you. Different people in your life will shape you. Jobs and situations will help shape you and mold you. So like I said, number one, you don't have to know who you are because you're still evolving. Now, you know, I'm reminded of when I read Michelle Obama's book, um, Becoming, and I was looking at a lot of interviews with her. And one of the things, you know, she had talked about is, you know, when you're a little kid and, you know, people come up to you and they ask you what you wanted to be. And, you know, you have to give them this answer. And I never thought about it because I remember as a kid, you know, the expected answer was lawyer, doctor, or something like that. So if you didn't say something like that, you know, they were looking at you funny, but can you imagine you're two or three years old and Hey, there's some kids that say, this is what they want to be in their whole life. They, you know, that's, they say it and they become it, but we put so much pressure on little kids. What are you going to be a doctor? And, you know, we're so proud. Oh, my kid's going to be a doctor. And I believe me, I fell for it. My daughter said that she's want to be a doctor for a very long time when she was a little kid, you know, ever since she was watching and playing with her Doc McStuff and stuff. And she has said it consistently over and over. And you know what? I no longer ask her what she wants to be when she wants to grow up because you know what? The possibilities are endless. She could be whatever she wants to be. And I love that Michelle said that because you're like, huh, here we are putting this pressure on these little kids. And if they gave the wrong answer, then, you know, somebody look at them if they had said something like, I mean, cause what kid, what does they say? Oh, I'm going to work at Walmart. I'm going to work at McDonald's and I'm not disparaging any of these jobs because a job is a job if you can pay your bills. But you know, we just have this expectation of these little kids. And I never thought of it quite in those terms until, uh, cause if you give the wrong answer, you get in trouble. I remember when I was in high school, I was in the ninth grade and I had a friend, her name was Juliet. And I remember we had to 
stand up and say what we wanted to be. And I mean, of course, we had to say the expected, which is what the teachers expect, right? What's going to make you look good in front of the teacher? And I even don't, I don't even think that at that point we were 13 years old, knew what we wanted or who we wanted to be. But I remember she stood up and she said she wanted to be a news reporter or a drug dealer. And she was trying to be facetious. And, you know, the funniest thing, because at that time, you know, TV wasn't like it was and we weren't seeing all this thing um, on TV. But I remember the class busting out laughing because that's what she wanted. She wanted a reaction and she got in trouble. And the teacher was so mad. But even news reporter wasn't really something that the teacher wanted to hear. The teacher really wanted to hear doctor and lawyer and, um, you know, jobs like that and pharmacist because those were the only jobs that were acceptable. So Number one, like I said, you don't have to know who you are because you're still revolving. Number two, you are allowed to change who you are. As I mentioned before, situation is going to change you. Life is going to change you. So it's okay for you to change who you are. What I like five years ago, I might not like it now. What I like five years from now, I might not like it now. A few years ago, you couldn't get me to touch salmon, right? Uh, no, nope, I'm good. Not touching it. Now, it's one of my favorite meals. I ordered at restaurants. I make it myself. So I, I never thought I would be that person. So, and that's a small thing, right? And, you know, there are bigger, more fundamental things uh, that, you know, you make some, you make a declaration that this will never be me. Um, and then it becomes you. I mean, at one point, I didn't think that I would be a mom. And being a mom is one of the greatest joys of my life. So you are allowed to change who you are. Just like how I mentioned that you're still evolving, there are things that is going to happen that is going to change you. You could be headed towards a career path and your career doesn't define you, but you could be headed toward a career path and something happens and you change your, you change your trajectory and that's who you are. I've been a retail manager for so many years and I loved it. The customer service piece, the interacting with the customers and knowing my my merchandise and what's on the floor. And, you know, over the years I've evolved and I've gone more into the human resources part, you know, the hiring, the onboarding, the development, the training, the advocating for associates, diversity and inclusion, and, you know, all of this. So I'm allowed to change. And before I thought I was going to be a retail leader, obviously evolving and going further up in the corporations, but now I'm more going towards the HR component bent. So you are allowed to change who you are. Number three, you are not defined by a single thing or a single moment. So often people just put us in that box and define us by either a past failure or a past success. And that's who you are and you can't get out of it. But no single moment is going to define you. 
It's not who you are. And yes, there might be something that you're exceptionally gifted off. And that could be a major part of who you are, but it's not all that you are. I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a teacher. I am a minister. I am a author. I'm a podcast host. I'm an employer. I'm an employee. I'm a fashion designer because I don't know if you know this, but I do um, sell merchandise, mask and t-shirts. I am, uh, a friend, a sister, an aunt. I am a mentor. There's so many different things that I am. And it, one thing doesn't define me. So same thing goes for you. You are not defined by a single moment. And we often judge ourselves by our past failure. Hey, that's in your past and it's okay to fail. Failure helps you grow. So do not allow anyone or even yourself define you by a single thing or a single moment. That's not who you are. Number four, you can choose who you want to be. Even if you're not there yet, you can work towards it. You can decide this is the person I want to be. And even though I am not there yet, I am working towards it. And it's funny, you know, um, I get my daughter's report card um, today and the one that's, you know, in the elementary school. And I was looking at the grading scale and, you know, it's one is not meeting the standard. Two is progressing towards the standard. Three is consistently hits the standard and four is um, above the standard. And I was thinking about, it, I'm like, okay, that's funny. And, you know, I'm like, how do they decide that a child is a one? Because a child is different every single day. And I take issue with that. But anyway, that's a different story for a different day and a different conversations with the teacher. But I'm thinking to myself, okay, they might've started out as a one and then this week there were two and then next week there were three and then they could go to a four and then jump back to a one. It all depends on, you know, what's happening that week. But I have decided there is a goal that I'm working towards and I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get it. So how can I say this is who I am if I'm not there yet, because I know that I'm going to get there and I could claim it because I know who my God is. So I'm going to claim it in Jesus's name, but I'm working towards that. So I get to choose who I want to be. Nobody is going to tell me who I am. I get to choose. You get to choose who you are going to be. No one. And let me tell you this. Just because somebody says it about you doesn't make it true. I have said this over and over again to friends and family members. You know, somebody could say something about me till they're blue in the face. They cannot make it happen. They cannot change it. So I'm 5'11", right? You could tell me all day I'm short. It's not going to change the fact I'm tall. So you could say it till you're blue in the face. It's not going to change that. And that's what I want to tell you. Just because somebody says you're something doesn't mean you have to be it. Number five, and this is a big one, guys. Ultimately, it really does not matter what others think about you. It really doesn't matter how they defined you. That's it. It doesn't matter. 
You cannot focus your time on your energy worrying about what other people think about you. Like I mentioned earlier, it is none of your business. Let them think, let them talk. It's not going to change you. So just go ahead and be you. So here's the five things. I'm going to run it down quickly for you. You don't have to know who you are because you're still evolving. You are allowed to change who you are. You are not defined by a single thing or a moment. You can choose who you want to be, even if you're not there yet and work towards it. And ultimately, it doesn't matter how others define you or what they say about you because you get to choose. And that's the beauty of life. You get to choose who you are. It doesn't matter what other people think. So as you are going through life and you're struggling to define who you are, my encouragement to you is this. Take a look at those five rules that I have mentioned and focus on you. Focus on being the best version of you. And that that is how you are going to not worry about what others think about you, not allow others to define you. So I thank you for listening. This is the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. And please, this is my call to action for you. Please subscribe, follow, like, share, write a review. The Sit Down with Suzanne podcast is available in all major podcasting directories as Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, all of them. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing off.